What's up? What's up? What's up? And welcome in to the eighth episode in season three, y'all. Episode eight, season three. I I get excited every time I talk about just the progress on the show. We just starting off on the good foot here. But without further ado, y'all, season three, episode eight. Let's get this show started. What's up? What's up? You are now tuned in to Sports Talk with me, your girl Whitney B. All right, all right, all right. So, I mean, I'm not going to keep y'all long today. First off, let me apologize for last week. I was kind of in the middle of doing so much. It just a lot happened last week, and I couldn't just even get to the show. I wanted to do the show every other day, too, last week, but I was like, Ugh. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> That's all I got to say, and we'll talk about that some other time, okay? Um, So it's kind of a lot to catch up on. Tom Brady... I mean, my man's is looking real sad out there. Like, I mean, he's on a two, a three-game losing streak. Now, after he played last week, um, it was, you know, then the very next day, all of the stuff came out about his divorce. Being finalized, how they've been working behind scenes with lawyers just to iron out co-parenting and – um you know, what's going on with the divorce. Now, I believe this is Tom's second divorce, you know. Um, he had one wife and a kid, and then I think he got with Giselle, and they had two kids. Um, I don't know. That's got to be a lot. So, me personally, though, I think that Tom about to come out and win the rest of his games. I mean, at least the majority of them. He may lose, like, Maybe one more game, two more games. But I think he about to come out here and show his ass. I do, personally. That's why I told my husband. I was like, yeah, Tom, he going to be back. Not to say that your women or your significant other or your partner hold you back because he had success for so long. I think it's because he was dealing with so much mentally. You know, his head just wasn't in the game. So I think Tom is on the way back. As far as Aaron Rodgers, I mean, I do, however, think time is done after this season. And I also think Aaron Rodgers is as well. Um, it's it's just no excuse. Uh, it It's weird. <laughs> like, to be honest, I can't. First off, football is really going in a direction I did not expect it to this season, I, I do also want to apologize for all the shit talk that I talked about Geno Smith because, my God, we need him. No, no, I was about to say no offense against Joff, but, I mean, offense taken, okay? Take the offense, Joff, because we'll get to that. But, um, yeah, Geno Smith is balling in Seattle. They doing their thing in New York. I mean, they was 5-1. Gino just handed them their next loss. So, I don't know. And then it's crazy because they play Baltimore. And I'm like, 
they might be Baltimore this week. You, I, I mean, I, I would not doubt it. To be honest, um, Philadelphia is still undefeated. So, congratulations to them. Because they, I mean, and I talked a little shit about Philadelphia in the beginning because remember the Lions opened up with Philadelphia, but I do love Philly because they got Darius Slay. Um, so I'm gonna just leave that right there too. Matthew Stafford. Um, I mean, sh- you know, we might as well trade that Rams pick this season back to the Rams and get Matthew Stafford back, get him Joff back. I don't know. Because I don't necessarily. It's a team collective effort with the Lions. We'll get to that. Just Stafford has no offensive line like this team versus last year's team is night and day. And I, I mean, I just, I hate what's happening for him because all of the shit talk that fans were doing last year and then he won that Super Bowl, it turned around to be, like, kind of correct. Like, I mean, I feel, I be feeling sorry for Matt. Like, honestly, I never thought I would have to, like, really as a fan – root for him on another team so it's kind of weird like I don't feel bad because we get that top pick like I really think we're gonna get you know like a top 15 pick I mean out of the Rams because I but I mean with the Lions it's probably gonna be a number one pick so welcome to Detroit CJ CJ Stroud or Bryce Young and it's crazy because my husband just yesterday was like, don't nobody want to come to Detroit. Like, if you were a phenomenal player in college and you knew you was going to go in the top, you're not going to want to come to Detroit. It does not work out. And it, it it's crazy. He like, I know them players want to start sucking and all kind of stuff, which they probably do, but they can't. And it's crazy because we have to draft a quarterback. We just do. I mean, Joff, he cool and all, but it's not giving what it needs to give on the football field. It's not. And I'm I'm hoping that this season we done with DeAndre Swift. I'm willing to argue with whoever. Hit me up because what are we basing his performance off of when he's in the game and maybe for three games out of the whole season he might have a few breakout runs? Like, are we really – saying DeAndre Swift is phenomenal because of that like I know it can't be because how he played in Georgia because college football in the NFL is definitely different and since he's been here what has he proven I mean because DeAndre Swift came back this week in the game against Miami and who DeAndre who like I don't know um so let's argue hit me up because we need to get rid of DeAndre Swift as well um, Hawkinson, I mean, it's just a team effort and the defense is ass. Okay, we're going to get to it because um, everything seemed to come back to the Lions. So where do we start? First off, they fired Aubrey Pleasant, not Aaron Glenn. I would have expected for Dan Campbell to at least strip him 
like he did Anthony Lynn last season. I think problem is they don't know who's going to run that defense. Like, it's different. Okay, well, let me try to run the offense. And then at the end, he was getting a little help from Ben Johnson, which I believe that's why he slid into offensive coordinator duties, which I'm not even going to come down hard on Ben Johnson because, I mean, they do put points on the board. It's just the other team will fucking double it. That is what is weird. Like, our defense – just do not show up like past two weeks they have made some improvements really looked to be improved in the Dallas game but I mean I don't know it's it's super frustrating as a fan especially when you pay to go to these home games and then the Lions come out they up at halftime you know I think it was like 20 um, 7 to 14, maybe, something like that. Regardless of the fact they lose the game, 31-27. You go into halftime, swear to damn God, I think they back there playing tic-tac-toe with the X's and O's because they're not drawing up plays. They're not making any adjustments. It's super, super clear. Like, y'all, I have been complaining about no second-half adjustments since last season when we was up against Green Bay, and they and I told y'all they went into the locker room and ate Cheez-Its. It, 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 it's really frustrating at this point. Like, I want to like Dan Campbell. I do think that Dan Campbell is a good person. And I do honestly think that he came and changed the culture in the locker room amongst the players because we know Matt Patricia wasn't shit. But none of that means anything if you're not a good coach. Like, because at the end of the day, I would rather for the players to hate playing for you if they win in every game. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, because who wants to play for somebody they don't want to? I mean, I had a horrible track coach. Lady got on my nerves, for real. And I literally w- would be like, I will tank. Okay? But me, I'm just too competitive to do that. But I hated her. So, I don't want nobody to hate their coach. Nobody to feel like I felt. But... Damn, what are we and, – and what's more frustrating is that even though he's the head coach, it's other coaches that go into that locker room as well, and nobody is like, this is what we need to do, especially on defense. It, it's a freaking wonder. Like, okay, we stood Aiden Hutchinson up. He's been doing better. He's been, you know, showing up in games. But what really are y'all doing And this – it's, it's really too frustrating when you look at Miami. They changed nothing. Because I think these teams know Detroit is going to give you what they got in the first half and you can kind of figure it out and then, you know, do what you got to do in the second half. I don't know. I'm It's... Sheila talking about this a teardown, like, lady... I mean, I when have the Lions not been in a rebuild to tear down whatever other words y'all want to use for it? It's it's frustrating. It's definitely it's I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. I definitely think Aaron Glenn has got to go. If they don't want to let Dan Campbell go, you gotta bring in somebody who's going to 
fix this defense. Like, and it's it's super. Uh, it's it's also weird that um he was so well last year. Like they was literally throwing me in the game, and the defense was killing it. It was our offense that was ass. Then you get hard knocks. You got everybody hyped up. Oh, all that's about to happen. Oh, the Lions, they going to show improvement. At least six or seven wins this season. Like, it it literally was national media for nothing. Like, what? what? One win on the season? Like, come on, Dan Campbell. Like, it's got to be... I mean, and I'm not saying that man's probably not frustrated because he's probably got a lot more, you know, t- just to consider than, you know, us fans being frustrated because, for one, he got probably thinking about his job every day. But also, I mean, shit. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a, I mean, I'm going to keep watching the games. I am. I'm not going to stop because at the end of the day, I love the Lions, you know, win or lose. But I do want to see improvement at some point. Like, come on. Come on. It be like just, I don't know, y'all. Like, okay. (laughs) Like, I usually close with the Lions, but... I want to really dive deep into my opinion and my thoughts on the Michigan-Michigan State, you know, rivalry football game. Last week, both teams had a bye week. Michigan, I mean, killing it. Killing it. Ain't no. Um, I I think Michigan State 3-5 and five now. Score was 29-7. Um, Good game. Really good game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Michigan definitely was the more dominant team um, because of those second-half adjustments. Because in the first half, you would have thought Michigan State might have, you know, was going to hold them to it. Could have probably won the way it was. they was throwing it down the field to Coleman. Um, good. But those second-half adjustments that Michigan made made a difference. I think Michigan's, Michigan State's defense – really did a good job because they held Michigan to five field goals. Like, that game really should have been a blowout. Peyton Thorne, I've been telling y'all since last season, Peyton Thorne suck. I I mean, I don't have any outside words for that. Like, what, what we're continuing to see week by week with Michigan State is that Kenneth Walker was the team. Well, at least the offense. I mean, the offensive line was decent. Um, and Kenneth Walker was a beast. With that being said, Mel Tucker got a lot on his hands when it comes to just reformatting that team and, and those players. Um, even as good as that game was, like it's been overshadowed with the fight in the tunnel um, that happened right after the game. Now, the week before, two weeks ago, it wouldn't be the week before because they had a bye, but the week before that, Michigan played Penn State, of course, and then won. Even at that time, because it was a scuffle or a little bit, uh, you know, back and forth in the tunnel against um, some Michigan players and some Penn State players. Um, and it, it, it wasn't what Michigan, it came about between Michigan and Michigan State, but it raised questions then about the tunnel. Like, this has been the same tunnel since they've been tunneling. 
So it's just weird that now, you know, this this group of kids, this these days just don't have self-control, I guess. You know, how far is too far? I don't know. But you would think that being a part of, of any sport, there comes shit talk. So, I mean, maybe they need practices with how to deal with adversity. I don't know. Anywho, so this week they, you know, said they beefed up the security and all of this or whatever. But after the game, you know, two players was assaulted, like jumped by Michigan State players, two Michigan players, um, Jamon Green and Jaden McBurrows. And so it was one video, and everybody wanted to justify it, where Jaden McBurrows was skipping through the tunnel like, through the players, and they just started assaulting him, and he should know better for that, and blah, blah, blah. But nothing, nothing, nothing warrants assault. Like, if it was the, oh, you Michigan fans, if the shoe was on the other foot, how would y'all feel? Like, he shouldn't have been assaulted. Like, that's exactly how I feel. And it's weird that... They would even do that. Like, I mean, what the hell would make you forget about everything on the line and assault somebody? Like, hit the boy in the head with a helmet. Um, one of them was concussed. They was talking about um, Coach Harbaugh said somebody's nose might have been broken. You can see the videos very upsetting, very just hard to watch because – what about your scholarship? Like, what about your future? Like, even it's 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 hella college players. And we talk about this around draft time now all the time. It's only what a one or two percent of all those players that's gonna make it to the um NFL. You've worked so hard to get to where you are to just throw it away. You know, it it it's frustrating, and then you look at it because it's, as the head coach, like, how much of it is Mel Tucker's fault? How much of it should he be blamed for, if he should be blamed at all? You know, I personally think it's 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 just not a good look for him. Me, it emotions was high the whole game. Like, one thing I will say is Mel Tucker was not on the sidelines sweating like he was a few weeks ago when Michigan State was losing. Very, very disgusting looking. But it wasn't like that this week. The sidelines, though, he, he did look a little pissed off. After the game, the players almost got the fighting on the field, and it seems like he had no regard for that. Like, he just wanted to go out there, pat five with Jim Harbaugh, you know, and move around. And and that's cool, whatever. But it was like he had no regard for his players pushing on the field, not really trying to get them to the locker room. Now, I don't know if it was a cutoff that we didn't see or a cutaway where he was doing that, but from what cameras show, it, it didn't, didn't look like that. And then for the fan who who's now banned from the games, who decided to touch his head, like he should have really kicked his ass. But, you know, the little – Whatever. I don't think he was wrong for hitting that fan or pushing him back. It's You just, you don't do that. You don't touch me. I mean, I'm no coach. I don't want to be touched. I'm here to enjoy the game. You know, he here to coach the game. Don't touch me. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? But 
I I don't know. I think he came out with that statement too late. Like, I don't know if they had to put something together or who is PR. Because the school said nothing. It was Sunday night. You know, Saturday, somebody should have came out. You know, we looking into this MSP, both schools. We're working to find out what happened. We'll release more information when it comes out. You know, this is not tolerated here. Like, it was nothing. And then you got it from Mel Tucker Sunday night. But me, you know, if, this, if that was my child or me get being assaulted, like, I would have expected more, you know. Um, and it's cool. They said they suspended four players, um, Tank Brown, Kahari Chump, Angelo Gross, and Zion Young. If I said anybody's name wrong, my bad. But these were all um, defensive players, linebacker, cornerbacker, um, cornerback, safety, and defensive end. I I mean, where was this fight on the field? Like, the defense was okay, but come on. Like, seven points from the first quarter, didn't score again. Um, then Mel Tucker was going for it on fourth down. It was just some stupid-ass decisions, coaching decisions, then the players. Like, once they was making them second-half adjustments, and locked up that Coleman, the quarter, I mean, the um, wide receiver. I mean, it was like they had no plan. Like, what what exactly did we game plan for? Because it wasn't to stop the run. Like, Michigan's offensive line is, shit, probably one of the best in college football. Like, it, it sucks because that fight really just overshadowed so much of the game, but I don't know, and it, and and I, and I it, they said it was ten players, you know, at least ten. So four, four is suspended indefinitely. Now, I do think it's gonna be more players. You know, these videos are coming out. You can see these numbers in these videos. You can see these close hand fists, and then the one where the helmet was flying, just disgusting. And then it's like you you putting all that on the line for assault, you know. You, I mean, I'm not saying what could have happened. Um, Jamai Green's parents come out and they're, they're stating they're, they hired a lawyer. Um, they had his name in the articles. I didn't write it down, but they hired a lawyer. They're suing for assault. They're pressing charges. And, and now this is your scholarship on the line. You know, just so much more over emotions. <laughs> like, I don't know. The number one excuse that I'm tired of hearing, though, and y'all, let's argue again, is these are kids because these are not freaking kids. They are grown-ass men that should be held accountable for their actions. This ain't high school. Like, and, and it's crazy because I went to college at 17, actually. I, I, I didn't turn 18 in college until my second semester of college. You know, uh, uh, some of y'all know, some of y'all might not know, I was double promoted. So I was a kid in college, and some of these are kids, but the point that I make is I've never heard a person in college want to be referred to as kids. Even when these um, college professors call, you know, their students kids or these parents call their, these college kids kids and all of this. They don't like it. So now that I done kicked the little ass, it's okay. Call me a kid. Like, no, that makes no sense. 
These are grown men that made stupid decisions and there's people out here that's excusing it. Well, I'm not trying to excuse it, but, I mean, it's, it, it, it's not smart that he did. Nothing is smart. For one, this is a rivalry. This is what they do. This ain't the first time you'd have been a part of a rivalry game where shit's been talked. I mean, it's, it, it, it pisses me off. And then it was just coaches, like people I know who coach people. Well, your people, your players has never did anything um, that you ain't want them to do or something like Is that an excuse to, to excuse poor behavior? Oh, uh, you ain't mean it. Better luck next time. Like, no, you reprimand these kind of players because this is not only a reflection of you, but your organization as well. And it and it and it looks bad. It looks really bad for Mel Tucker. It looks bad for Michigan State because y'all knew this was coming. Y'all knew the, this was a rivalry. Y'all knew y'all was going to the big house. Y'all knew y'all was probably gonna lose the um trophy, the Paul Bunyan. I mean, it is what it is. Y'all did not game plan good enough and Peyton Thorne his ass. Should have had a backup quarterback, something that can go in there. Hell, shit, K. McNamara injured, but he probably would have would have played for Michigan State if he could have got in the game. Way better than damn Peyton Thorne. And it, it, it just, I don't know. It's just. I don't know. I don't. I hope Mel Tucker does not lose his job behind this. I do. Um, but I definitely think if that team continues to suck, this will be the start of why he was out of Michigan. You know, and I don't, y'all. I don't know. It's it's no excuse. It's no excuse. Oh, if your daughter, what? Like my daughter, no, don't play with me. You a t- y'all, you got to make better decisions. Like these, these, and, and it was players though. And let let me go ahead and and shout out the players in the circle that was trying to break it up. I seen one or two in a video that was trying to stop it, and. For that, it shows that Mel Tucker is doing something right. And let's go ahead and commend him for that. You know, it wasn't a whole team effort. You know, you get a a few bad apples in a bunch. I mean, that's normal. That is normal. So I don't think he should be solely responsible. I do think he should have acted way faster than he did. I don't know if that school had anything like, hey, we got to approve or whatever, but it should have been more statements before Sunday night. Um, I I don't know if Mel Tucker have reached out to Jim Harbaugh. I know he came out in press conference and it was a report that he hadn't even talked to Jim Harbaugh. This was like Sunday or no, maybe this was yesterday actually when I saw that. So, you know, two days you haven't even, you know, made contact. Hey, I'm, I'm, we getting ready to suspend these players. I just want you to know I'm doing everything I can. That was not right. You know, I'm sorry this happened to your players and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because at the end of the day, these are these players' careers as well because, you know, the, the one guy was concussed. So he's, he's probably not playing on Sunday. 
So what does that mean for the scouts in the NFL that's coming out to see these players? Because now I got my ass kicked. It's national news. You know what I'm saying? National. And um, I can't play. I almost had a brain freeze, y'all. I don't know. I don't know. It is tension's been high though with Michigan Michigan State rivalry because you know just a few weeks ago Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole. Michigan State Spartan versus Michigan Wolverine. Like, I I'm this is getting out of hand. It really is ghetto, and I don't like that. I don't I don't like that y'all. And I'm going to just leave it at that because I'm not, it's no excuse. And somebody needs to do something over there. If for every program, though, I know, and, and this all kind of fights in sports. They just had a fight at a soccer game, like, yesterday between women. It's just disgusting. Like, control your anger. I do personally understand defending yourself. If somebody walked up on me and started swinging on me, yes, I'm going to hit your ass back. And I'm probably going to win. But I'm not ever going to walk up on somebody and attack them for some words. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially when you know. I mean, <laughs> what? It... Good night. Um, I'm. That's it. Yeah, I'm excited because, though, God really is moving in my life. And. Your girl's just out here doing big things. Life support, success against all odds is still a thing. And I'm I'm just, I'm on, I'm on Amazon, y'all. I'm almost on my way, my foot's in the door, and a couple of big retailers. And as soon as that happens, I'm going to let y'all know. But I've been working behind the scenes, and I've been, I've been trying to make it happen. But y'all see, I want when y'all get my book, y'all like, oh, my God, I know her because I listen to her show every week. And I'm excited for her story. Um, and so when y'all tell other people about it, like this is a must-read book, because that's how it's been. And I'm I just can't be more happy that it's it's just giving what I wanted it to give. And it's blessing people just the way I needed it to. You know, people I didn't even think, you know, would like it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. So I'm excited and I, you know, I want you guys, I'm gonna continue to always plug myself in and everything I do. Um, so please continue to support me. And if you have not purchased my book, the ebook and the hard, hard copy is available on my website, mywhitneybeat.com forward slash life support is the link for the book. And you can also get um, the sports talk merch. I do still have that available as well at mywinneyb.com forward slash shop. I do have a, a couple of shirts left. I um I was thinking about doing some different colors, but my book kind of, you know, put me in a lot, in the line of fire. Just that's what I do in my spare time as well as work, mother, wife. So I don't have a lot of time for a lot of other things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just str- stretched in a little bit. But I do like to do my show, so that's why I come and do it every week. So I was kind of sad that I didn't do it last week. And we are going to take a break um, here soon. Not too soon, but probably around after the Super Bowl because right after that it'll be another year. 
I'll be going into year two of the show, so I'm going to be doing some things. I've already got some stuff lined up, but that's down the line. Um, And let me shout out the Pistons, though, before I close, too, because they beat, um, I was about to say Green Bay, Golden State on Sunday. I'm, the Pistons is looking good, even though, you know, they have not won a whole bunch of games, but neither have the Lakers. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm so shady. It's just because of that super team, though. Y'all, we already talk about them. And the Lakers is really garbage. Like, LeBron, like, all of them just need to go. I really, move over for the younger kids, become coaches, and let's just keep it there. But Stephen Curry play, and Stephen Curry never really plays when they come to Detroit. And they still lost. So, congratulations to the Pistons. I'm proud of them boys. And I can't wait to see how much they improve, how much more they improve over the season, as well as the Wings. The Wings is doing their thing. And I can't wait for the Tigers to come back out. I really think the Tigers is making it to the playoffs next season, y'all. So, I'm just excited about what's going on um, in Detroit sports outside of the Lions right now. Of course, we – we know that. But, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in, tuning in today. Sports Talk with Whitney B. Season 3, Episode 8, and I'm out. What's up? What's up? You are now tuned in to Sports Talk with me, your girl Whitney B.